Hello and welcome to Wedding on a Hill, a podcast for Christian women who are engaged and, yay, planning a wedding. My name is Annie Lavi, and I'm a writer, Bible teacher, and wedding coordinator. I believe there is no time as sweet, wonderful, and sometimes overwhelming as preparing to be married. On this podcast, I'm here to help women walk through this season joyfully and faithfully, seeking first the kingdom of God. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Wedding on a Hill again. Today, I have a special guest with me. Her name is Michelle. She is absolutely fantastic. I actually know her because she mentored me for a long time in college and after. Uh, So someone who I got to walk through the process of getting married with. I watched her get married and then she um, helped me as I was getting married as well. And now, lucky for us as a woman who, along with her husband, has seen a lot of weddings, her and her husband are actually coming out with an ebook uh, any day now. It is, and they're starting a company called Wedding Toast Pros, and it is all about helping people who are uh, chosen to give toasts at weddings <laughs> walk through that process of how do you write a toast, how do you give a toast, how do you be someone who's just in general a good toaster. So I am super excited about this episode. She has a ton of wisdom and a ton of good things to share. So I hope that you guys enjoy. Enjoy it. Here's my conversation with Michelle. Michelle, so excited to be talking to you. Um, tell me a little bit about you and about, well, let's just start. Tell me a little bit about you. Tell everyone yeah. else about you. I know you. So. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, my name is Michelle Conrad, and I live in Colorado in Longmont, which is just a little bit north of Boulder. Um, my husband, Timmy, and I have been married for five and a half years and we have a little two-year-old boy named Pierce he is really fun um and we are gonna have baby number two in June so we're just living in the land of littles and the land of littles the land of littles I can't wait to you're coming soon yeah <laughs> welcome <laughs> it just it's it's a, it's a twilight zone a little bit but it's the best it's so the upside fun. down yep it's okay so yeah, that's us. And we are currently launching a business called Wedding Toast Pros. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, we, um, yeah, my husband is just, this is his wheelhouse. He loves to dream and ideate and come up with new ideas and ways to solve a problem or fill a need. And this is one that we came up with after going to lots of weddings. And uh, so it's bizarre, but we're launching Wedding Toast Pros and with a, a couple that we know. Um, and it's just going to be a service to help people learn how to give a good toast and prepare a toast before they're giving one in a wedding. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. How did, so you guys came up with that mostly from just going to weddings, you said, right? Yeah. Did you see some um, really bad toasts? Is that what really yeah, happened? And you're like, honest. we should teach yeah. people. <laughs> mostly we're like, there's some serious room for improvement here. <laughs> But people, and like, here's the thing is, is that people love people Mm -hmm. and they want to tell them, Mm -hmm. they don't want to tell them how much they love them in front of 300 people with a mic on a a giant, you know what I mean? Like, it's just very intimidating and overwhelming. And even people with the best intentions get up there and freeze. So everyone can use a little little more pressure feel, pressure feel anytime there's a mic and 300 people watching. Yeah, totally. So there will, there will always be those people who just go up there and wing it. Mm-hmm. But for the rest of us who like actually <laughs> want to try, 
sometimes we just need a little help and that's where we come in. We're trying to just be that little bit of help to help people feel confident and prepared and say something that matters. Yeah. I love that. Well, let's go into, as we're talking about wedding toast, I think I just want to comment because you and I, when we had talked on the phone and we're trying to figure out like, oh, what should you talk about? And you had told me your why, which you kind of just said too, but the idea of trying to set people up to tell tell their friends like how they feel about them or I mean, you're going to, can you say what you said to me because you are going to say it so much better than I just did, but it was super moving. And I remember yeah. hearing it and being like, oh my gosh, that's brilliant. Like we need more people who believe like that. Yeah. What's your official, what's your why? Our why, um, our why really is that we want to teach people how to tell the people they love the most, what they feel about them on a day that matters most to them. So someone's wedding day is their, the biggest day in their life probably to that point. And for them to get to hear actual substance from the people that are standing around them, uh, is just really powerful. And I think can launch them into a really sweet spot heading into marriage and all that marriage is. And it's just, but it's just harder than it seems and it's harder than it looks. And a lot of us have, like I said, really good intentions, but just need a little help. And that's where we want to come in and go like, you can do it. You have, you love this person. You know, this person, you can say really awesome quality things about this person. Um, and bless them immensely mm-hmm. on a day that matters a ton to them. I love that. Yeah. I think my, I, I appreciate so much that there's something about like people wanting to do that and not necessarily knowing how, and that does feel like a really key part of it. And I'm just thinking like, not everyone has made like my husband because I've watched my husband give wedding toasts and he has this like really beautiful quality about him where he, when he starts to, speak truth about someone he usually starts to cry (laughs) and it's like so beautiful and so moving and when he is actually telling people the true things about who they are like the whole room will stop and listen right but like not everyone is my husband and not everyone knows how to like get in touch with their inner truth-telling abilities and so some of us just need a guide which is where now you and Timmy are going to come in what into this grows and some people just can't like play through the the crying and so then they go oh I'm just gonna stop and you're like no no no. you can do this like Mm -hmm. you can cry a little bit and still say something important that matters and make it like make it through so Mm -hmm. it's just scary and it's risky but it's such a gift that we want to just be able to help people give it yeah cool yeah so tell me for someone who is getting married as we're talking about like who I mean, there's this part of like, when you actually are, when you're a person who's chosen to give a toast, you have to figure out what to say. But for someone who's getting married, how do you know who's going to be the best person or who should get up there and like actually say two things about you? How do you, should it matter if they're going to do a good job or not? Like, should you not give someone a microphone (laughs) if you don't think that they'll do a good job? How do you choose those people? Yeah, I think that that's a hard one. Um, (laughs) But I think when you look, when we when we thought about our wedding day, we were like, great, we have the reception. That's one mm-hmm. spot. And then there's the rehearsal dinner. And those mm-hmm. are really the two venues where people have the opportunity potentially to toast. Mm-hmm. So um, I think when you're picking who's going to toast at the reception, the biggest thing is that you're like, generally there are some like 
standard rules, but people break those all the time, especially mm -hmm. now. I feel like those kind of have gone out the window, but generally it's father of the bride, father or mother of the groom, maybe best man and maid of honor. Mm -hmm. um, and then more recently, I feel like the bride and groom have, have you been to weddings where they like say a thank you or get mm -hmm. up and toast or thank their yeah. parents? I feel like that's yeah, becoming way more, yeah, way more common. Um, but I think when you think about those people, you don't want to pick them just based on like, Hey, you're going to give a toast. So you'll be my maid of honor. But they're like, it's, it's something to consider of like, mm -hmm. I think a lot of times you go, Oh, my maid of honor is going to throw my shower and throw my bachelorette party. And it's like, well, actually, hopefully your maid of honor is someone that like, you cannot imagine not being next to you when you mm -hmm. get married and who knows you well enough that on your wedding day in front of people that you love could tell the room some really incredible things about you. Yeah. Um, like hopefully that, that person way. makes sense anyways. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So, but I think like I've seen people that are like have three maids of honor and they all give a toast or someone has a best man who gives a toast. And also he had another groomsman who wasn't a best man give a toast. Mm -hmm. uh, like people can do what they want, but I think like at the reception, I would say don't, don't have too many people because everyone wants to get to the dance party. Yeah. Like they want to hear what's true about hey. you and they want it to be a special moment, but they, but then they don't want that special moment to last 45 <laughs> minutes, <laughs> you know? Um, yes. But I think that's where the rehearsal dinner is an incredible opportunity, but um, I think you have to set it up really well. So I think it's a great space for the rest of your bridal party or close fr friends and family to get to share. Uh, but I think if you don't, warn them that it's coming you don't give them the opportunity to prepare something well mm -hmm. and thought out so we whenever we were getting married it was like hey we're going to do a rehearsal dinner and there will be an opportunity for everyone to toast and Timmy's parents knew that like they were going to kick it off and whatnot so I think the more you can communicate with your crew the better and um, the more you can tell them kind of what you're hoping for ahead of time the better mm -hmm. you're going to be set up to hear like what you're hoping for kind of yeah, that makes sense. I think too, there is kind of something funny that happens. Well, since you and I went to the same college and we're in like the same community in a lot of ways, it was basically yeah. expected that totally. there would be a rehearsal dinner and that if you're in the wedding party, like, I don't know how, I don't know who started that or how they did it, but like at some point it became very normal. Like, yeah. no, this is your opportunity. You should talk most yeah. likely, right? Especially if you're in the wedding party. And that became very normal. And so when I started going to rehearsal dinners of like people outside of that community and realized like, oh, other people don't automatically do this. There is that point of kind of like you said, preparing people ahead of time. And I think that sometimes we can do that and we're like, ah, oh, is this like authentic of me to tell you ahead of time that like there's going to be wink, wink, an opportunity for you to give a toast. So, like I would really love it if you do. But at the same time, I think I've gone... I know I've gone to weddings and been to rehearsal dinners where they opened a time like that and people were prepared ahead of time and only yeah. like two people talked because nobody knew that they yeah. were going to do that. Right. And yeah. so it's okay. And doesn't have to be like an inauthentic thing for us to say like, no, we're really going to give you space. We really want to hear from you. We just can't do it in front of everyone because people want to dance. We want to dance. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I would say that's where I personally I've seen a ton of people switch to the welcome dinner where they just invite everyone. And yeah. I, I personally am like, don't do that. Like you miss out on the moment where you get to hear from 
your future husband's best friend from high school about what it was like to grow up with him and how much he has changed his life. Or like you just get these gold nuggets that you otherwise don't get um, if you go for like the big mass thing. So I think I would say absolutely do the rehearsal dinner, tell your bridal party and your friends and family ahead of time. Like this is an expectation, not that it, that everyone has to do it, but just an invitation that people would Mm -hmm. um, and keep it small enough that people are comfortable sharing. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I love hearing you say that too. Cause I even remember like in my own wedding, like I liked my wedding. I had a great time. I got married, Mm -hmm. but I think I loved my rehearsal dinner and I loved that night before because it felt more intimate. Right. It was just like, I mean, it was still like 50 people, but but totally, totally. It was like the 50 people who, if I had to narrow it down to 50 people, these would be them. Right. And there was just something really sweet about that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's worth it. Um, as we're moving from rehearsal dinner to wedding, tell me, this kind of goes back to, I think your why, but why, do, why should we toast at weddings? Like why shouldn't someone just skip that and be like, I don't know if it'll sound good. They might say something embarrassing. I'm just going to skip that section. What's your reason for being like, ah, wait, actually, I think you should do it because. Yeah. I mean, I think you should do it because it's, actually it's bigger than all of the hoopla that we put into it, which I I think I love why this is your podcast of like your wedding day is supposed to be the big giant party, but it's a big giant party with a ton and ton, a ton of meaning and purpose. Mm -hmm. Like one, you're never going to have that room together again, which is crazy, you know, to think about like your worlds are colliding. It's this bizarre day where you're like, wow, I've known you since I was three and you were my mentor in college and you're my grandma and all of these incredible (laughs) people are together. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, And it's never going to happen again. So it's like, I think a lot of times we go, it's a big party and yes, absolutely. But more than that, it is like the launching of your next kind of chapter of your life, you starting your marriage. And so I think when we toast, it like halts the party for a second. It says, remember what happened in the ceremony? And the ceremony was maybe a 30-minute chunk of this six-hour event, but the ceremony of two people being married and becoming one is the reason we're here and uh, the reason that all of this matters. So when we toast and we stop and we go like, hey, I'm going to share stories and talk about this woman and this man and why they are good together or how they've impacted my life or what this sweet bride said when she was four. Uh, it, it reminds us of exactly why we're there. So I think it's just an important opportunity to pause the room. Um, and I just think it's an incredible way to honor a bride and groom in a way that they will never hear again. Mm -hmm. Like the stories that are told in those toasts are stories that they might not hear otherwise, uh, until maybe someone says at their funeral and, uh, that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. So I think the, like a great toast should remind the room while we're there and um, really just encourage the bride and groom of like, you can do this and this room believes in you and we're going to support you for real as you start your life together. Yeah. I love that. As you talk a little bit about like what goes into a great toast, I'm going to have you transition into maybe away from like, if you're the person getting married to, if you, this is what your whole book is about. So perfect. Mm-hmm. If you are the person giving the toast, like what advice do you have 
ready yeah. to go. <laughs> okay. I have a few tips for sure. Um, and I know you've got a book one, full of tips. So, <laughs> yes. That's true. <laughs> um, but I think the, the, a few things, like a couple of the tips are very simple, but I think we miss them a lot. So number one, I would say prepare. Just think about it ahead of time and you will be in far and away above some other people for sure. Um, but I think it's, it's <laughs> anyone just actually is a big wing deal. It personality. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Oh my gosh. I can think of one person who can do that. Well, one, I know a lot of people, one person. And I've seen some people do it and like, just, you're like, Oh, Oh no. Um, but if you prepare, you are going to be in good shape. So take it seriously. Consider it an honor that you were chosen instead mm-hmm. of a like burden or pressure. Like if you can shift your mindset to go like, this is an honor that I have been chosen to stand by this bride or this groom. And I want to take it seriously um, and prepare thoughtfully. I I mean, I just think that's absolutely the way to go. So Mm -hmm. prepare and think about it. Take it seriously. It's a huge, it's a huge deal. And if you mess it up, it's not a huge deal because the bride's still going to love you. But I think it's a huge deal. Um, I think just a quick story. I do not remember a single thing that my mother-in-law said at our rehearsal dinner during her toast. I don't remember. I think it was an Irish blessing because they're very, very Irish and it was very (laughs) sweet. But I do remember is her telling us that she wrote it a month or so before our wedding. And every day she would go out and walk the neighborhood and try to recite it and cry because of how much she loves Timmy. And, but like memorize it and like practice it so that she could get through it without crying. And I was like, that speaks volumes to me about how much she loves my now husband and how much she's going to love me. And even if I don't remember what she says, I just, I know that she actually prepared so well and so hard Mm -hmm. because of how much she loves us. And that, I mean, that is worth all of it. You know, like it doesn't matter that I don't remember what she says. So I think a bride and a groom are going to feel that way and they're going to know and feel loved by your preparation. So that is a reason to prepare, but that's my tip. Number one, number two, uh, is in this, we like totally unpack in the books and help you walk through, but I would say focus on character traits. So focus on the qualities and the bride and the groom that you love the most and share stories that highlight those qualities. Mm-hmm. Don't pick a story just because it was fun or a funny moment. Pick a story because it actually has purpose and meaning and communicate something that you love about that person. Yeah. Um, three, talking about impact is really important. So whether it's how the bride or the groom has impacted you or how you've seen the bride or groom impact one another. Mm-hmm. I think either, either route is a great way to go and just communicates uh, loudly about how much you are invested in their relationship and how much yeah. uh, they mean to you. So I'd say mm-hmm. talk about their impact. Uh, along with that, avoid advice, especially parents of <laughs> the bride and groom. It's just not the time. No one oh. wants to hear no one wants to hear it on their wedding day. And I'm they're, totally they're gonna not, be that mom though. I know, I know. It right I know. Now. That's who I, I am. owe me too. Absolutely. I'm like, <laughs> like you guys sit down. I've got some things to say. <laughs> seriously. I'm like, Pierce, love you so much. <laughs> we need to have a conversation. That the toast is not the time for that. But I've seen it done a lot. And I think 
you know, it, there are moments where it can be done well and tastefully and all of that, but I just don't think it's what the bride and groom have yeah. ears for. Yeah. So you can have that advice conversation after they get back from their honeymoon and have their first fight via yeah. the phone. Then they'll know? listen. That's true. Then they'll listen. They're like, oh, crap. Yeah. 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 Avoid <laughs> advice. This one is super simple, but... I, we all, we have this at the end of all of our books. We say, don't forget to toast. Cause I think a lot of the times meaning really, actually like hold up the glass, like and hold say, up the glass, <laughs> say cheers. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have to be profound. You don't have to cheers to something crazy. Just say, Hey, please raise a glass with me and cheers to the bride and groom. Like do you just got to end it? Yeah. So I think, I think a lot of times it's what be a closer. Right. Be a closer. Isn't that what they say? Yeah. Always be closing. You gotta always. Close. <laughs> That's right. A B C. That's always always true. Whether you're in sales or giving your wedding toast, be closing. Uh, be closing. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh my gosh. But yeah, those are my big tips. I think those are Keep great. it short. Be yourself. You don't have to be funny. Yeah. Unless Just you are funny, then roll with it. But. Stuff that matters. Yeah. yeah. If you are funny, it's going to come out naturally. <laughs> and if you aren't, your friend loves you even if you're not funny. They picked you anyway. Yeah. Exactly. That's so true. Exactly. Tell me, do you have like a memory or what's the best speech that you feel like you've ever heard as like going to a wedding? Do you have one? I think the ones that, it, unfortunately, the ones that are most memorable are the ones that you're like, oh, never again. <laughs> um, but I do remember... I mean, I think the ones that are most like impactful are the ones where at the end of it, you're like, wow, I know without a doubt that that friend or sister or dad 100% knows mm-hmm. his bride or like the bride or the groom. Like he, that yeah. dad knows his daughter, that, that sister knows her sister. Like those are the ones that I think are most impactful. So yeah. it's not so much the like actual words. It's just the, the, the person's ability to like communicate. I know you, I see you, I believe in you and I'm going to walk with you in all of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The impression at the end. It's like, yeah, matters. that makes sense. Weddings are fun. It's a wild season. Fun. It is a wild season. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, you know, your thanks stuff. for having me. Yeah, I'm so happy to. <laughs> so happy to. You guys, isn't Michelle fantastic? I highly encourage you to check out her book and everything that they have. Again, it's Wedding Toast Pros is their company. Uh, And just check them out. They are launching this month. And so if you are either giving a toast or maybe you know that the person who's giving the toast at your wedding could use a little help, (laughs) this would just be a great resource for anyone in either of those camps. So I, again, encourage you to check it out. Thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you next week. This is Annie Lavi with Wedding on a Hill.